This Van Morgan Ghost, this episode is the new soundtrack to your life. You live, then you die. So this is the continuation of our quarantine sessions. We've been uh, just locked down in our home state of New Hampshire. Uh, we uh, are a victim of, uh, of this whole time. You know, like a lot of musicians, we lost our day gig. We lost our music gig, uh, not able to uh, play live shows. Um, and, you know, we, we were an Uber driver, a Lyft driver, as a second job, and then we lost our primary job in IT. And so now we're on um, public assistance working from home in the lockdown um, on our podcast and all of our music. So the last song, set of songs we did, uh, is the title of this episode, The New Soundtrack to Your Life, was actually using a Roland Juno GI uh, pad called a new soundtrack which is a variation of a D50 um, tone. And because uh, this Juno, Juno series tends to have a lot of different greatest hits from Roland built into the Juno series and soundtrack is a famous um, tone or pad from um, the, Ju- um, the D50. And the new soundtrack is like a variation of that. And uh, we are using it to great effect on this track, which basically is talking about um, the concept of, of, of people who are kind of getting fed up with um, being home because of the lockdown and uh, they're kind of recklessly going out and um, risking their lives for an idea that's actually coming from the elites that don't really care if the proletariat or the workers get sick because they're going to stay in lockdown in these uh ignorant people are going to go out thinking that they're doing something for freedom. I mean, this is a serious virus. This is a serious pandemic. And um, you might think that you can live forever. Or you got this attitude that it's not going to touch you. But once it touches you, uh, you, you might not make it. And you might not only that, you might infect people around you. So it's very selfish to um, act like this is a political ideology and that Dr. Fauci is somebody you should ridicule because a moron uh, in the White House wants to get reelected and is willing to have uh, the everyday worker run out back to work with no health care. If you go back to work, I'm in, a, I'm in a kind of a conundrum. If I go back to work and I get a job as a consultant that doesn't have health care and I get hit with corona, I could get hit with a $50,000 bill and die. You know, right now I have health care and I'm getting public assistance. It shouldn't be a situation in America where if you go to work, you lose your safety net. And by the act of doing something, no boys work, you could die. And your whole family could not be supported. So that is a real problem in the modern world. And this political electronic music kind of talks about these things. And so for anybody Trumpers listening, pretty much um, I, we're kind of fed up with you. Ignorance caused this problem. Um, people who don't believe in government caused this problem. Um, from a totalitarian government that didn't tell us the truth to an ignorant gov- government that let 40,000 individuals, when they supposedly stopped all travel, spread this virus around the world because they were expats and they didn't want to bother them with the inconvenience of a protocol because they're ignorant. Uh, the government was ignorant and didn't understand that it wasn't a Chinese virus and only Chinese people 
where the people you should stop traveling, anybody who was in Wuhan should have been put in a quarantine for, you know, 15 to 30 days, which is how SARS and H1N1 and Ebola didn't spread like this. They could have if people were ignorant and didn't follow government. It's not the deep state. Uh, you know, and vaccines are not going to give you some disease. And there's no microchip in the vaccine. There's a microchip in your cell phone, you fool. You know, if you don't want to be tracked, stop using your cell phone. Because the only way you, you the microchip that's in your bloodstream is the microchip that's in your freaking phone. There's no microchip being put into your body. And why would you be important enough for the government to put a microchip in your thing? That's your, your kind of self-important fool. And these kind of idiot conspiracy theories are going to kill people because your ignorance is 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 not bliss it's dangerous and in the in a coronavirus epidemic being ignorant and going out to a rally with a with an ak-47 and standing less than six feet away from somebody you're going to spread the virus you what you're going to do is all the health workers that are sacrificing themselves to help people you're putting more pressure on them because you want to go out and be a freaking moron there's no justification. You know what? No one should pay for your care if you get sick because you went out out of quarantine to do your First Amendment protest because you're too stupid to understand science. I don't think taxpayers should pay for you. I think you should have to, like, you know, go to a separate area and guess what? You you get what you get. Karma's a bitch. So, and then we get into that kind of bitch effect that. <laughs> you know, being kind of, you know, abrasive right now. But the song Lioness is an old uh, family record ghost track that we put out a couple of years ago. It was one of our first uses of um, the Moog Mother 32. And uh, we really, we, in that track, we learned how to make it sound much, very much horn-like. And if anybody knows us, we're big fans of Coltrane, big fans of Sun Ra, and... Um, we tried to get our mother 32 to scream out like that. What we did is one of the first uses of using the MIDI control of the mother 32 and using the Juno GI keyboard, 61 key keyboard to actually play the tones on the pad, the patch that we created. And Lioness is probably one of the first examples of us doing that. And um, we think it's a really cool track. We're probably going to republish it on our new SoundCloud uh, capability because we're a SoundCloud premier artist. We're able to get distribution now after all these years. We've been on SoundCloud since 2008 and we finally are primarily going to be distributing all new sound fam electric ghost songs except for one on Mojo Heads that we uh, just signed up for. Uh, we're going to stop doing stuff with Bentley Records uh, from now on. We're going primarily with our own expansive sound experiences label through SoundCloud just because we can control our future better. And we really didn't make enough money on uh, Bentley. And they didn't really push us to more of a rap label. They didn't really push our, our brand. So we're not very happy with the results. Sorry. Um, so we're going forward. And another song we did we really, really like um, is Fractured Lines, which again has a rolling pad that we used. It's a kind of an 80s <laughs> Jupiter uh, six Jupiter eight Juno 106 60 um, type of sound, and then it's got a lot of modular goodness that we developed between the D fam and the grandmother. And it's got some interesting, uh, an interesting digital delay. We started to realize on our 
uh, MX1 Performance Mixer, the digital delay timing, the time divisions, you can get very, very uh, detailed that we didn't realize. Um, sometimes we rediscover some of our gear and there's a lot of interesting time divisions you can do on the digital delay that we weren't aware were there, like 132 and, you know, you can do very interesting, you know, 112, you can do some really cool time divisions and different levels of delay. There's like eight different types of delay and there's multiple time divisions, it gives you a lot of capability. And so Josephine Electric Voice, courtesy of ET4 Vocal Transformer, running through an MX1 performance mixer with an interesting time division created the tone that we have on this song. And different, um, you know, how far away we are from the mic, um, which is a studio electronics microphone with a shield uh, going into the uh, VT4, and then a VT4 goes to the MX1, and then the MX1 goes into a Zoom R24. So we've got a couple of places where we can set a sound profile on MX1, we can set effects on MX1, on the VT4 itself, we can set uh, different effects. And then the, the actual Zoom R24, we have an initial recording uh, um, type of uh, setting, and then we can go to a mastering setting. And then we usually go to beautiful audio to do our final master in these days. Uh, though we did try, SoundCloud has some new mastering capabilities that were a beta tester for, so we tried that on some tracks, not these tracks, but uh, we're hoping that they, they put that out. We did some beta testing for them. We think it's an awesome feature uh, that will be coming soon. Um, one of the things, well, hopefully. Um, and then the next thing, song that we were talking, that we did, is this one called Summit to the Score, which is an explicit song where Josephine is playing <laughs> the object of, of someone's affection. And she's uh, also going after her um, her her. Um, you know, another diva and another another girl that's into the the, the kind of fetish bondage groups that Josephine's into, and and she she readily calls herself a whore, and she calls her partner a whore, and they were kind of get into this whorish mentality that is not meant to be degrading, but more part of the whole game of her bondage groups. And exactly, you know, where she is and whether or not that's something you're into. But what was interesting with this track, we actually did live clapping into the SEO too. It's a little off the beat, it's a little kind of off the cuff, very experimental. Um, you could say the song's more of a demo, but we like the kind of feel of it not being perfect. It's part of what we do with expansive sound. Sometimes we'll put out a song and maybe some people would say, well, I'm not going to put that out because it needs to be worked on further. But we like to put out most of the stuff we do. It's, it's stream of consciousness. It's kind of point in time. Uh, we don't use a DAW. Um, we're using our R24 and doing just a, pretty much a live recording. And it's and we were talking with um, Waterflower from um, Latvia. And um, she had said that she had actually been uh, in a band that did total stream of consciousness performances they they never wrote anything down in terms of their lyrics they kind of just did it off the cuff and she really enjoyed it and that's pretty much it's interesting that's what i've been doing <laughs> since i established the ghost back in 2016 is 90 percent of our songs are done on the second or first take sometimes the third but most of the time it's all stream of consciousness and later we might go back and refine a song if we feel like we've got something that we got to refine but i would say 
maybe only 20% of Family Liquid Ghost songs are actually gone, gone back and we've refined them. Most of them seem to just kind of come out of the, the ether, come from the muse, and just are complete ideas that we are drawn to. Kind of like, again, Robert Moog kind of said that the Moog kind of came from the universe. It kind of talked to him in that way. I think there's a direct quote. We got the grandmother user manual. And um, there's a quote from Dr. Robert Moog. He said, everything has some consciousness and we tap into that. It's about energy at its most basic level. Again, everything has some consciousness and we tap into that. It's about energy at its most basic level. And um, that's, this. I think, one of the reasons I love Moog products is, you know, I love my Rollins, but the Moogs, they really inspire me to um, come up with a lot of interesting ideas because every time you approach a modular Moog, they don't sound the same. They, they always have some characteristic that drives you to try to create something else. So it's like working with another human being as an artist. And so if you're a solo performer and you have these kind of living, breathing analog sense that can give you constant inspiration, it's, it's very, you know, powerful. I mean, I've had my role for many years and there's things you can do. Um, and I have got some, you know, analog type roles. I mean, I've got the JDXI has an analog part. Um, the, the, uh, system 1M is a is kind of a analog behavioral modeling synth with controlled voltage, and it does the same type of thing as a Moog. And we've been using that heavily for a long time. Right now, in our new studio, our bedroom studio, we're able to lift our <laughs> rack into our room, so we don't have it in here. We might pull it out of our rack and bring it in here, um, but right now we don't have it with us. Um, so we're kind of going with all of our other capabilities. But since we have the grandmother. And, and we have um, uh, our Eurorack solutions with uh, the Mother 32 and the system uh, and the, the Arturia Mabu 2S plus the mass module. We, we've got a lot of synthesis capability with what we just have. So we're kind of torn in terms of the future of polysense. We think the UDO, the UDO Super 6 is probably the most, most interesting polysense we've ever seen. It kind of brings things forward with the FGPA chip, which allows to do kind of analog modeling like Roland, but it also can do very interesting wavetable type synthesis. And the fact that the, the UDO Super 6 is binaural, binaural, which means it's stereo from the oscillators onward. One little um, truth about a lot of stereo synths is that they are not stereo from the oscillator. They get turned to stereo from like the filter or the envelopes in the VCA further down, but they're not coming from the oscillator they're not stereo. So this is where the binaural nature of this UDO Super 6 is, is very innovative. And in fact, it has, it's a hybrid synth, kind of like a JDXI. It has analog filters, um, but like digital oscillators. Uh, so it's, it's, and it's built kind of like a Roland Juno 106 or a Jupiter in terms of its control structure. So if you look at that compared to a Jupiter X, um, you don't have some of the kind of workstation capabilities of a Jupiter. The Jupiter X has, a, a, you know, pretty much is like a phantom without the sequencer. Um, it has, you know, a lot of capabilities to have, you know, an RD piano and Jupiter, you know, eights and 106s and, uh, you know, the XVAP, whatever. 
mod, you know, it's a there's there's a there's sound module on it that basically is like having a rack mount. So it's a it's a pretty much a workstation, but it's not as 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 deep as what you can get with a Phantom. But it's more focused on having actual uh, system eight kind of replications of sense. So if you're somebody that's playing gigs, a Jupiter X and a Phantom are kind of a really good gig machines because it gives you consistent, high quality, stable access to analog sounds that are pretty close. And if you were doing a concert and you run through effects, you run through, you know, preamps, you're going to sound pretty good. Um, and they're pretty stable and they're, they've got hard casings that are metal casings. So in terms of, of a gigaboom instrument, you know, for all the people, they would always say, I want the Behringer's. And what the Behringer might not be as stable. And it's very much trick, you know, they're very specific. And it's cool. They get very specific analog modules. But if you're trying to produce and play gig as a music director or you're doing performance or production work, the Behringer is not going to give you the, the solution because they're, they're individual, very, you know, price effective modules, but they're not going to give you that kind of workstation thing. And if you're a producer, the workstation is kind of what you need other than, you know, if you're going to use a DAW, but if you want a real keyboard with good keyboard action, you're not just using a MIDI keyboard, workstations are very useful. And I've been very much a proponent of workstation because of the way I do my workflow. I've wanted a Phantom since the early Phantoms came out. And in some ways, the Phantom is a little bit better because of the, the sequencing capabilities and the um, song creation and the clip creation and the sample. Uh, and it actually has analog uh, filters instead of the kind of faux analog filters. But, you know, some days I go back and forth between whether the Jupiter I want because I want a Jupiter 8 purely. And you can get to a Jupiter 8 on a Phantom, but not as deep as you can on the actual Jupiter X. So then again, so what, Phantom, what would you do? It's like, well, if I'm a future think person, I already have a lot of other polysense um, and I want a different flavor. I think the UDO is a good choice. If I don't really have a workstation, which I don't, I have a, um, I have my Zoom, you know, which basically gives me my, my song capability of being able to create songs. Is I already have that. So since I already have a way to create songs, and I have my Arturia Beatstep Pro, which I'm thinking moving up to um, a Keystep Pro, which would give me polyphonic song sequencing. So I think if I just got a sequencer like the Keystep Pro and added it to my rig, would give me polyphonic sequencing along with my real-time recording, then probably a UDO Super 6 would be a good choice. But if I want to say it's like I want a gigable board that when I go on the road, I don't have to take my whole studio with me. Because right now, a lot of times I would have to take the whole studio. Then having a Phantom is a really good choice. If you've got one board you got to take to a show, then the Phantom is probably the board you want. And if you're a one-man band or you want to be able to gig and not take your whole studio with you, um, and maybe just take my, my Arturia 6U with me to bring my Moog, and maybe my grandmother has another keyboard. So I would just bring my grandmother and my 6U, which has my DFAM and has my, um, my Mother 32 in it, plus my mass module, um, and bring that with my VT4, which is my mobile Josephine Electric box. I pretty much would have a good show. So we, we you know, we're all over the map there. Um, we think if you're trying to gig, uh, and you need a full solution to get your whole re replicate your songs, then I think the Phantom will give you that. 
Um, if you just want to go out as a total experimental modular musician, then adding uh, a Super 6 is probably a good choice. And the best of all worlds, I get all three. If I had to pick one, today I would go with the Phantom. Tomorrow I might go with the Super 6. Um, depends on how experimental a mode I'm getting in. If I'm trying to get into a practical mode of, of actually gigging, I think the Phantom is more the gig thing. If studio creation, probably the, the Super 6. So I'll talk to you later while I still have this kind of struggle between which one is better. Um, you know, if either company wants to give me a, <laughs> uh, both boards so I can kind of have a, 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 a challenge, that would be kind of cool. Um, I would be into that, but you never know if they're listening. But this is Van Electric Ghost signing off and hope you have um, the best day ever in your lockdown situation. Try to be creative. If you're not a creative, you know, go and try to read that book you never read before or listen to that album. Like I would suggest going back and listen to like Frank Zappa, listen to some Sun Ra, listen to uh, Fiona Apple's new album, listen to the Strokes' new album. Um, and then if you're really cool, go back and listen to like MF Doom, Operation Doom. Um, like Doomsday, because that, that's probably one of my favorite hip-hop records. And there's a really cool article on Earl Sweatshirt out there on Pitchfork you ought to check out. It's very, um, very complete. He's got a really good rundown. He's a great artist. Uh, I kind of very much look up to him and, and um, Frank Ocean and um, Tyler, the creator. I think they're some of the greatest creative people right now and young people doing cool things. Uh, and so go check that out. Uh, Tyler, the creator, uh, his um, album, last album we did, Igor, is, is brilliant. Um, Earl Sweatshirts, some rap songs, brilliant album. Um, and MF Doom, uh, Operation Doomsday, go check that out. Uh, talk to you later.